Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you can create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Adrian Everhart. I am so excited. Hi, Adrian. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, hello, Helena. I'm happy to be on your podcast, and I'm happy to be here with everyone. Yes, for those of you who aren't familiar with Adrienne, she's a feminine energy dating and relationship coach. She's a very good friend of mine. We've worked together for many, many years now, and she's just one of my favorite people in the whole world to interview and just to know you're going to absolutely love everything she has to share. Today, we're talking about how to prioritize yourself in order to improve your relationship or really any area of your life. And we actually have a poll for the live listeners here on Bullhorn. We're broadcasting live, so say hi in the chat. Let us know any questions you have. You can also click the green circle with the telephone icon at any time to call in if you want to say hi or talk to us personally or ask any questions you have. We'll go through the content portion at the beginning, and we'll take questions at the end. So I'm putting a poll on the screen right now just to gauge where everyone's at. What's your favorite way to prioritize yourself? We have working out, spending time with friends, working on your passions or hobbies, or spending some time alone to recharge. And it only gave us four options here. So if you have another way that you like to prioritize yourself, please let us know in the chat. We always love hearing from you. And let's dive in, Adrian. I think maybe a good place to start would be How do you know if you're not prioritizing yourself in a relationship or really in any area of your life? That's that's a perfect question to begin with, because how do I know I'm not prioritizing myself until it's too late? You and I both know on our YouTube channel and comments everywhere, we see people who say, you know, I'm just finding out about this now. And I realize I've been doing all of these things, you know, wrong, or I've been, you know, too much of my masculine energy, or I've been, or my life, you know, my life ended when my relationship began, you know, and you really get to this place where you're like, my goodness, I didn't know I wasn't prioritizing myself anymore. Because it's so subtle when it starts to happen to you. And then when you're in it, and if you were like me, you were dumped and completely left alone you realize, oh my gosh, I don't have a life. I don't know how to really experience pleasure, you know, on my own and just doing things I enjoy. And it really just catches up with you really quick. And you don't know you're doing it sometimes until it's a little too late. So I would say that this this message we're sending everyone today is a good time to check in and just make sure you're really prioritizing yourself and looking for the warning signs of what it feels like to not be prioritizing yourself. 
That's so true. I know I hear from a lot of women. And of course, we've both been there ourselves, right? Where you get into a relationship, you're in this kind of love bubble, and then you kind of forget about your passions and interests or other friendships. And then what happens with the man? He starts to pull away or withdraw because your energy is so on him. Just like you said, Adrian, without even realizing it. Do you want to talk a little bit about that as well? Absolutely. Because again, it's very subtle. And most of the time we are happy in love until we're not. Mm -hmm. And there's really, you know, not much of an in-between and relationships, you know, love and relationships are all about expanding and contracting. And we can't be happy all of the time. We can't have it blissful and amazing all of the time. We're going to have moments where we feel upset or we get into a little argument or whatever it may be. But when you bounce back from that in that place where you're at most of the time, you know, how are you feeling? For me, I had this icky feeling that I was always putting myself last. It was an icky feeling of just feeling like no matter what I did during the day, I would come in last. I would mm-hmm. take care of all of my pets and all of my chores and I would spend time with my partner when I really wanted to be doing something else. And so it was kind of like an icky feeling of being stuck in people pleasing mode. Um, I don't know if you've, you've felt that way. Yeah. You feel like you can't say no because you want to say yes, because you want to help this person or go the extra mile or, while you're doing this one chore, you might as well clean out that cabinet and do that extra chore. And you just keep adding on to this never ending to-do list and you end up putting yourself last, dead last every time. So it's so true. Yeah. I definitely tend to be on the more people pleasing end of the spectrum (laughs) rather than the, what some would consider to be selfish. I think a lot of people who are drawn to this work could really be served to be a little more selfish. I know that we've all been brought up placing our value and our worth on being this kind of like virtuous person who puts everyone else's needs ahead of our own. And not only does that make you feel drained and exhausted and burned out, it actually is counterintuitive, but a man's attraction to us will start to decrease. It's, you know, they're not attracted to us because of all the things we get done in the middle of the day or, you know, all the things we accomplish, you know, they actually fall in love and connect with us when we're putting ourselves first, when we're putting our own hearts and desires first. And it's very counterintuitive, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that, Adrian. Have you seen that as well? Absolutely. Guys don't fall in love with the businesswoman. Mm-hmm. They don't fall in love with how many things you're marking off a list. They fall in love with that girl who has to stop by the candle shop and smell every single candle and, you know, run a barefoot in the park and pet everyone's puppies and have a good time outside and be free. And when you're in this people pleasing, not prioritizing yourself mode, You tend to be focused more on fixing things, solving things, doing things. You will explain why you're doing something a lot. (laughs) You'll, You'll have explanations. And I learned this one from you, Helena, explaining and defending. If you find yourself that you're feeling like you constantly need to give someone a really long answer instead of a couple of words, or you feel like you need to tell a story to get someone to understand you, you're stuck in that explaining defending mode. And it's a really weird place to be, but it's part of that people pleasing loop that we can get caught into as women. 
It's so true. We all feel the need to explain ourselves constantly. So for everyone listening, just catch yourself as you're going throughout the day. Anytime you feel the need to explain, I know even now, you know, my husband will come home from work and my first instinct is to like list off everything I did and accomplish that day. <laughs> like we laugh about it. I catch myself because I know that he, and of course he's interested in what I've been doing, but that's not what makes him feel connected <laughs> to me. That's not what impresses him. He wouldn't care if I laid around and did nothing all day. Right. But it's like, is something in us wants to say, this is everything I did, like almost like prove our worthiness, right? Especially when we have a man that works really hard as well. Uh, do you see that in, in clients or women who come to you, Adrian? Well, I see it in myself all the mm -hmm. time. I, yeah. I read a book recently by Dr. Uh, Joe Dispenza, and I, he had said, we've become human doings, not human beings. And we're only finding our self-worth and our self-value based on what we do in a day and what we're crossing off on that never ending checklist, because that list never ends. Does it Helena? It's so true. Yeah. You're always going to have these tasks you need to do. And this is really about being and as a human, how am I really being, how am I existing? What, you know, what, where is my joy? Where am I cultivating joy in my life and feeling satisfaction you know, one of the biggest things that I run into with women who are drawn to our material is they have a real, a lot of women, including myself at one time, I had really high expectations. I didn't feel like anyone or how can I say this? Everyone kind of let me down all the time. Mm -hmm. And my expectations were just through the roof. And I see this on my group, on my I Heart Love Academy group. Someone will write in and say, you know, I had a great first date with this guy, but he didn't open the door for me. What do you think, ladies? Should I pass or move on? And her expectations are just, they're so high. And this is also a sign of I'm not prioritizing myself because I'm putting so much priority on how everyone else is behaving and treating me that I've lost my own priorities on myself. So it's as if we become so hyper-focused on what that other person is doing or thinking that we lose ourselves. So that's another tricky way Ooh. where we don't prioritize the self. That is so interesting. I would love to dive a little deeper into that. I've never actually heard anyone say that before. I can definitely relate to that. You know, it's almost as though you're going through the world with this sign on your forehead that says, disappoint me. <laughs> you can <laughs> feel that in your energy. I can feel it in just comments that people type in, you know, in some of my YouTube videos, you can feel the energy of like, she's going to be disappointed by everybody until she kind of shifts things. But you're saying that that's a clue that you're not prioritizing yourself. What's the distinction there? I would love to hear more about that. Well, it's really about my, my focus is so much on what other people are doing, thinking, behaving. I call it queen of the world where we're putting all this emphasis on how everyone is behaving and treating us. And we have such a high expectation that we forget the difference between being treated well and being mistreated. So you can be treated well and someone still not meet your expectations. You know, someone can take you on a wonderful date and treat you and engage in wonderful conversation and have a great evening with you. But if they don't open doors for you, that doesn't mean they're mistreating you. 
So this is, this is really about that masculine energy where we're looking for something wrong or that inner saboteur is trying to find what isn't working. And this is part of the female brain. It's part of everyone's brain that we're going to focus on what isn't working. And now, you know, psychologically, we can do this for a number of reasons, but instead of going down that path, I'd much rather people just suddenly, you know, you can begin to notice you know, slowly, and then you'll start to see that you're doing it, you know, in all sorts of places, but just begin to notice, like, where am I judging this as right or wrong, as this situation is good or bad, or what they said, they shouldn't have said, they should have said this other thing, and that's a good indication that you're not in your body, you're in this queen of the world place, you're in this place where you're watching everyone and scrutinizing what they're doing, and I just want to add you can really, really mean well. <laughs> I know I I know I did with my first husband. I really, really meant well. I wanted to help him in some way. But what you end up doing is is micromanaging that person. You push them away and you lose yourself in the process. This is such great information. I just want to keep following this thread. I actually posted a YouTube video, my most recent one, called A Feminine Approach to Boundaries. And I recorded that with my husband. I explained a story where when we were dating, you know, every once in a while, I would come up here during the week. Since he worked up here, he couldn't drive down to see me if it wasn't a weekend. And he would normally carry my bags from my car into his house if I had my laptop case or something like that. And in the video, I explained that this one time he didn't do that. It took a little longer to move his car. And by the time he was finished, I was already walking up. And it's like these little moments where we get triggered. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he didn't come out to help me with my bags. Well, I guess he doesn't care about me. He's taking me for granted. All this stuff that goes on in our minds when really it just slipped his mind. He explains in the video, it's, you know, something took longer and then he wanted to come help, but I was already walking up and, you know, how do you deal with those moments where you had an expectation and it didn't happen? So we talk more about that in that video, but I would love to hear from you, Adrian. <laughs> what would you advise a woman to do if she's in that kind of queen of the world mentality and scrutinizing and of course, taking things personally often if a man doesn't behave in the exact way that she's hoping he would? Yeah, it becomes about luggage wars. It mm -hmm. doesn't become about we love each other and we're two humans and we're neither one of us are perfect. Yeah, it's a tough one. I would have to say you want to really just start practicing the awareness of what it means to prioritize yourself, what it means and blaming. If you find you're blaming someone for your mood, how you feel, for me, that's a dead giveaway. I'm not prioritizing myself because those high expectations, that that way to blame so quickly when you don't feel good, because, you know, at some point your husband didn't get your luggage and you felt this feeling, you felt like this little hint of, I don't know, was it abandonment or being forgotten? Yeah, it was just kind of like, he did this every time before. Why isn't he doing it this time? I guess he's taking me for granted, right? And it's it's funny because I can kind of, even in the moment, I knew consciously that wasn't the case, but you get triggered and those feelings still come up, you know, usually coming from past experiences and other relationships where you certainly were being taken for granted, right? Yeah. So again, all this old psychology comes up. It could be 
just I read in a magazine or I read in a book that a man, if he really loves you, he'll do these five things. <laughs> and we just put all these expectations on the person. I think first and foremost, understand you are the most important person to have the, a relationship with your own self. And in those moments, you're going to have a human moment where you're, you know, you feel a little empty inside. You feel a little scared. I think most things are really about fear, that fear response we have. You know, for example, if that man isn't opening the door for you, he's thinking you're not high value and he's going to try to take you for, for granted or take advantage of you. And so that's a fear popping up. And that's just one thing to notice, like such as yourself, you said, you know, maybe just some other guy kind of stopped doing things for me and it, it, it felt this way for me. So it's just a good indicator. I'm getting this feeling in my body. I'm getting this sensation in my body. Okay, is it really about the luggage or is it more about my own expectations and my own fears? And then, yeah. you, you know, just to add on to that, if you are having all these fears and you are having all these expectations, your focus is on the people around you instead of, am I being treated well? Mm -hmm. Am I really being abandoned here? Or am I still being treated well? I mean, this is a man who's taking you on a date, or this is a man who's driving you back to your apartment, or, mm -hmm. you know, he's parking a car. And, and it's it's really a good question. Just drop in and say, am I really being treated well here, or am I being abandoned? I don't know if that resonates with the ladies that Absolutely. are listening. They're, they're chatting in the chat box. I can see them. But, you know, can you tell the difference between being treated well and being abandoned or being mistreated? Yeah, uh, Jennifer says, OMG, so me, my expectations get the best of me <laughs> than getting in my head. Absolutely. I'd love to hear more about that, Jennifer, if you have any questions for us specifically. Yeah, I know in that moment, I explained in the video that, you know, 99.99% of the time, my husband is so amazing, such a gentleman. I mean, every car door is open for me. Just I, you could not ask for more of a gentleman, right? And it's interesting that in that moment when I, where I was talking about, I just went straight to what wasn't happening right there. It's kind of like the track record went right out the window. <laughs> and I think we naturally do that. Even, you know, those of us who are really conscious of this stuff. And in the moment, I knew not to make a big deal of it. I knew to give him the benefit of the doubt. But it's just like these little moments where we get triggered and we go right back into our default mode of wanting to blame ourselves or blame him or make him wrong or let him know that that's not okay. <laughs> right. And I love how you're tying this into this whole idea of prioritizing yourself, because I think if you're not prioritizing yourself, you're going to be sort of demanding that from others. I think so often we're kind of on an unconscious level demanding from others the love or value that we're not giving to ourselves. Do you agree with that, Adrian? Of course. It's really about where am I putting all the focus in my life? And if the focus is on what other people are doing or saying, and, and like you, like you just mentioned, we're not going to be perfect. Okay. No one's wanting to be perfect all the time. You're going to have these human moments where your brain hops in and goes, wait a minute. This seems a lot like this other bad thing that happened to us like seven years ago. So you know? yes. Right. But, but it's more about just that everyday practice of I'm going to have the best relationship with myself. How can I do that? How can I put myself first here? How can I prioritize myself? 
What are some things that I can be doing to foster a relationship with myself, but also have a relationship with other lots of people in my life? And, you know, how do I balance that? Um, I've got a couple of good ideas and I know we had the poll. I'm really curious what's going on with the poll yes, because yes. A, a lot of women don't really know how to prioritize themselves. They think, well, go get a mani-pedi and go buy a new handbag or, and I'm being really, <laughs> these are just things women have told me, but a, a lot of times it's, it's these other more simpler, warm hearted things that really get you in touch with your feminine energy that make you feel very much connected to yourself. Absolutely. Checking out the poll results, it looks like most people said uh, alone time to recharge is their primary way that they prioritize themselves. And uh, in second place is passions and hobbies. But most people said they take some alone time to recharge. I'm assuming that means like without social media or technology or distractions. That's certainly something I love to do. <laughs> but yeah, Adrian, I would love to hear any specific things that women can do to start to prioritize themselves more. And then of course that gets reflected back to them on the outside in the type of men that they meet and attract if they're single and dating or in their relationship with their partner. Uh, you know, everyone talks about having a, a morning routine. I can't turn on YouTube or anything without it, without hearing morning routine and evening ritual and things like this. And I don't know if you have a morning routine or anything like that, Helena. Um, do you do any sort of routine? I mean, not really other than just getting coffee. And I kind of right. more, I like to go through like what feels good in the moment rather than sticking to some kind of rigid structure or schedule that doesn't work for me as well. <laughs> what about you? I mean, I'm exactly the same way. I used to really try so diligently to do this morning routine where you journal for 20 minutes and you meditate and then you have your lemon water and then you <laughs> connect with nature. And I'm way too spontaneous for that. Hmm. And I really like to just every day, I do focus on a little bit of time to myself to really figure out what's important for me today. I used to run my business doing a lot of things throughout the day that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt myself getting burned out and I wasn't happy and my health was suffering. And I really had to look at what is feeling good, what isn't feeling good. And I mean, answering my, my YouTube comments, does it feel good? Does it not feel good? Well, it feels good, but then after 20 minutes, it doesn't feel good. You know, and so you just true. get really, yeah, you get really detailed with where am I feeling good? Where am I not feeling good? And again, it's not about feeling good all of the time, but you learn how to pace your day and find those wonderful moments in your day, in your routine, whether it's going to work, going to school or taking care of your kids or whatever it may be. You learn to find those moments where, oh my gosh, like I'm really feeling good right now. And try to work in more of those moments into your life where you can have this time where you connect with yourself and you connect with the universe. Now, for me, I am at my happiest on the mornings that I can start my day off with. Uh, I drink like a turmeric water with lemon. And if I can get some vegetables in me in the morning, I feel really good about myself. You know, if I can make a smoothie that has some spinach or kale in it. And I can already get like one or two servings of vegetables in my body at that point. 
I start off my day on this really positive foot. I get this momentum that keeps me going. And I feel, I feel very important to myself. I feel I'm really loving and taking care of my body. Um, so it's really about finding what feels good and doing that as much as you can. <laughs> I think that's great. It's such a feminine energy way to live your life rather than sticking to some kind of external structure like, okay, I'm supposed to meditate for 10 minutes and then journal for 20 minutes. And <laughs> to me, it's like, why force yourself to do something that doesn't feel good? I think a moment of satisfaction is is way better than 10 minutes of trying to force yourself to meditate when you're not really in that space. Right. Um, I would love to hear from the women who said passions or, or hobbies are the favorite way to prioritize themselves. Let us know in the chat what those are. I'm very curious. Jessica has a great question. She says, sometimes when I'm spending time with myself and enjoying myself, I'm energetically not 100% there. I'm not thinking about the person, a man or a friend. It's like an energetic leak. Why is this happening and how can I be more present with myself? Not only 70 to 80% present and feel like part of my energy is not with me. What a great question, Adrian. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, I love that because that disconnect that we're feeling, that I feel it. I know you feel it, Helena. We feel this disconnect. Sometimes it's a little time to switch gears. So you go from, you know, having your husband around you all the time to suddenly being by yourself for a few hours or a few days or whatever it may be. And it's, you have to switch these gears because you get in a certain mindset. It's hard to get back out, but love yourself. Love the part of you. That's like, wow, I feel like my energy is just leaking out right now. And what does that feel like? You know, where is it? Where is my energy leaking from? Like, where's, where am I experiencing this in my body? And because that's still you prioritizing you. You're getting in touch with how you're feeling. Even if you're judging it as maybe a little negative, it doesn't really matter. It's still something you're experiencing and that you can learn more about yourself in that process. Does, does that help a little bit? I love that. We'd love to hear if that was helpful, Jessica. And also just, you know, like Adrian said, fall in love with where you are rather than trying to force yourself to where you think you should be, right? Like you, I'm only 70 to 80% present. I want to be a hundred percent present. It's like, you don't like where you are. You're, you're judging that as bad or wrong. And so you're trying to like force yourself to some other place. What if you just said, I'm about 70% present right now and that's okay. That's where I'm at. And I love where I'm yes. at and then kind of loving yourself into uh, the next place rather than trying to force yourself somewhere where you're not, maybe you're just not ready to be hundred percent present in this moment. And that's perfectly fine. And just being okay with that and not beating yourself up. That was, that's what came to me initially. I see a, a comment from Tiffany. Uh, she says, true, I'm okay. Even just spending time with my pets alone. <laughs> they are always loyalty. I totally agree. I was telling Adrian before we started this live broadcast that my husband is, um, he's also a musician just as a, a hobby or like a passion of his. And he started up rehearsals again after work, you know, for the first time since COVID and lockdown, obviously they didn't have concerts. And, um, you know, so we had his first rehearsal 
last night. And at first I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have this, this whole night. You know, um, what am I, I should call up a friend. I should go do something. And then I thought, no, I just want to spend the night by myself. And I worked out, I hung out with my cat, Leo. I took a bubble bath. <laughs> I had the best time. It was great. You know, just tuning in and going like the difference between feeling like I should be doing something. Oh, I should take this opportunity to call up a girlfriend and go to dinner. It's like, I didn't feel like doing that. We traveled all last week. I was tired. I haven't had that time to recharge. So just falling in love with where you are rather than feeling like you should be doing something else is always the way to go, in my opinion. I love that, that me date time uh, where you just got to be Helena, Helena mm -hmm. with Leo, and you don't yeah. have to worry about being, being or doing anything else. It must, yeah. it feels so wonderful to have that time alone. Absolutely. Yeah. Jessica says, I feel like it. It doesn't feel good to not be present. It feels so much better to be in my body 100%. I'll try to be with myself like this too. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you just fall in love with where you are, you'll get there. You know, you'll, you'll get to that a hundred percent. If you just make peace with where you are, rather than trying to force yourself someplace that you're just not there yet. Right, Adrian? Oh, well, yeah. And Jessica, I mean, I don't even know if I'm in my body 100%. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think that that's just a really high expectation to have. But maybe look at it more of like I'm not trying to meet a quota of being present in my body so much as I'm just aware of what I'm feeling. You know, I'm aware I'm feeling disconnect or I'm feeling apathy. And, you know, it's okay to have a busy mind sometimes. Sometimes a busy mind means that you're heading into a creative phase mm. or that you have a lot of things that you want to get done. You know, I recently read this book called Soul Modes. Um, short little book, short read, Soul Modes. I would, I, I would have to Google the author's name, but it's all about these different phases that we have. You know, we have this warrior, I guess, bear mode, sparkle mode, um, this mode where we get everything done. And just sometimes we're cycling through these different parts of us, but it's still you, even if it feels disconnected. And you might feel disconnected when you start to prioritize yourself. You really might, but it's still you. You're still with yourself, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely relate to what you said about, you know, sometimes I feel like responding to comments, but then after 20 minutes, it doesn't feel good. And like actually listening to your body and listening to like, it's time to take a break. It's time to go do something else rather than forcing yourself to do something that you don't feel like doing in the moment. So I love that with the different modes. That is great. Adrian, I'd love to hear more about what effect this has on the man that you're with or all men everywhere if you're single and dating. I would love to hear what happens when you start to prioritize yourself because personally, I know we've all been there, right? If you really like a guy, you tend to ignore your own feelings and desires and then just focus on him and how he feels and what's he thinking and are we getting to that next stage in the relationship or what can I do to make him step up, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what happens with men, whether you're single or in a relationship, when you start to prioritize yourself, how does all of this work? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I just have to say all those titles you just mentioned, I think that's every, every video I have on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how to pull them closer, how to give them. But, you know, it is really what we all want. We want to figure out how, what can I do to feel more grounded and more present with my partner? Because we know 
that this is what attracts a man to us. It's this mixture of autonomy and confidence, self-confidence, and feeling good in your own body that makes you shine like that diamond girl I talk about. And when you're in this shiny place of being, it's coming from within. It's nothing on the exterior that you can pretend. So it has to be authentic. You cannot pretend to prioritize yourself or have all the juicy, you know, details that are going to make this happen. But I will say that, for example, recently I took up rock painting, which is where you make these little intricate designs on rocks with toothpicks and Q-tips and things like this. It's very tiny art and it takes a lot of patience and it's very meditative. But the first night I did it, um, my husband was so super impressed with what I had created. And then the next night he didn't know that I was still going to be working on this and he was hunting for me and looking for me. And just that him noticing I wasn't around, but then finding me in the backyard and, you know, painting at my little paint station. And he came up to me and he said, oh, you were just so beautiful. I just stood here and watched you painting. And that's what it does when you have this interest and your focus isn't on the man. Because remember, if your focus is on the guy, he feels the heat. He feels right. the heat is on him. And you're putting it into your own life. So you've got something to talk about with him. He's interested. He's impressed. He wants to know more about what you're doing. You have something to bring to the table more than just that never ending to do list. <laughs> and, uh, right. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, what they call maintenance conversation, which is just how are we keeping up the maintenance of the house? You have these juicy, interesting parts of you that are multifaceted, that multifaceted diamond girl you are. So true. That's such a perfect example because like you said, men can feel the heat. They can feel the tension or the stuff in the air when we're <laughs> right. Stuffing down our own emotions and just trying to get him to do what we want. So this is a way to like take all of that energy and attention off of him. Something I say all the time, putting it on yourself, your own passions, hobbies, interests, feelings, whatever it is. And then that creates the space for him to step forward or not. So yeah, Jessica said that was beautiful. Adrian, she says, I had just had a mini breakthrough. What you said touched me deeply. It's about accepting myself exactly the way I am. I love you girls. You are gorgeous. Oh, we love you too. I'm so Yay. happy to hear that. I also see another great question in the chat from Emily. She says, I know it's attractive to men when we are in our body versus in our head, but I'm dealing with chronic pain and usually want to detach from my body. Any thoughts? I have to say, I get this question so often. It's it's amazing how many of us are dealing with things like this. And I would love to hear your thoughts, Adrian, on how to get into your body when you have a maybe a pain issue or some kind of chronic physical condition. I I hear you. I as someone who has autoimmune conditions and just so many women have you know, different health problems going on. It really is difficult. I think one of the first blog posts I ever wrote in my life was how to manage a chronic health condition and have a relationship with someone, whether that's dating or whatever it may be. And I, this is my experience with any type of pain, be that psychic pain, physical pain, 
denying yourself of that pain for me makes it bigger. Trying to get my mind off of it and ignore it makes it greater. But this is my pain. You know, this is my pain, whether it's my body going through it or my emotions going through it, it's mine. And you want to treat it as just another part of yourself that you want to love. And that can be really difficult when it's a throbbing headache and or back pain or joint pain, whatever it may be. But there's also other types of pain that we all go through. It's still part of you. And if you can, during those moments, just deeply, deeply love that part of you, wrap that little part up in a blanket and hold it close to you and love her because she is, you know, she's still part of you and she needs love. She doesn't want to be ignored and stuffed down. I don't know if that helps, but um, I think love is the answer in, in, with most things. <laughs> that is beautiful. I mean, as you know, that's something I certainly have dealt with. It's been kind of a lifelong thing too, joint issues, surgeries. Uh, I've talked at length about all of that. And then how do you date when you're going through all that stuff? And you don't actually have to be perfect. Men fall in love with you when you're at that vulnerable place, you know, so it's okay for a man to actually see you falling in love with yourself and embracing everything that's coming up in you. Emily says, thank you in the chat. So that was helpful. And I just love everything you had to say on that. That might be a topic for a whole nother episode, Adrian. You said you have a blog post on that, but I just hear from so many people who ask me how to be in your body when you're dealing with a physical issue or pain. So what a great answer to that question. That was really great. Uh, I would love to hear any thoughts you have for the single ladies out there, because I know some women in my community are single, looking to attract that right person. What does prioritizing yourself look like when you're out there, maybe online dating or hoping to meet that right person for you? Oh, you know, pace yourself, <laughs> pace mm -hmm. yourself. Don't overwhelm or overload yourself on these dating apps and take all the pressure off yourself that you got to get it right. Mm. And I got to connect with the guy and I got to find that date that works. No, you don't. I want you to give yourself permission to date 100 men and allow yourself to evolve and become who you are because all of these men, they're like little mini college courses. <laughs> they're presenting themselves to you. And from every man you date, whether it's one date, two dates, you date for four or five months, you're going to learn about yourself and you're going to grow into the person that is meant to be with that other person. Once you find that other person, your husband or your spouse or your long-term partner and I want you to be in a place mentally um, and emotionally with all your tools and feel so grounded and good that you don't have to practice anymore. You know, you're always going to have to practice and learn things about yourself, of course, but take all the heat, take the perfectionism out of it, that you have to be perfect doing this and say, you know, I'm just going to have fun with this. I'm going to date this guy. I'm going to see where he takes it. Uh, a woman recently on my Facebook group, she said, this, this is our third date and he wants to take me to this place and I don't like it. It's loud music and, you know, the food there's this greasy bar food. I don't want to go. And I suggested to her, I said, well, what if you, what if you let the guy lead 
you know, let him lead, but tell him, I'm not really crazy about this place. I don't know how long I want to stay. So you have your boundary, but let him lead and just see what you feel. See what it feels like to be at a noisy bar or eat, you know, a greasy, something greasy or whatever, you know, experience it, you know, enjoy this process in your body because that you're having this human experience right now. And you don't want to deny yourself. You don't want to keep yourself in this, you know, place of total safety so that you don't learn. So single girls just have fun with it. Have fun with it. The guy is going to tell that you are into feeling good and enjoying the moment. And men are all about being in the moment. They're going to feel that and they're going to be drawn to you. You'll get lots of good practice that way. That is so true. I have to say back when I was doing more private coaching, I'm sure you've experienced this as well, Adrian. I would love to hear your thoughts on this, but the clients that I had that met their husbands quickly or met their right partner, like within the first few online dates or within the first month or two of us working together, they all had this similar vibe going on. They all said the same thing. They said, I'm just going to go out and practice. I'm just going to go have fun, practice being in my feminine energy, practice leaning back and receiving or feeling sparkly and just having fun. They didn't say, I'm going to go out and strategically date 50 guys to like find the right guy for me. Like they just said, I'm going to have fun with this. And then the right guy just showed right up as a reflection of that, right? They were making fun and pleasure a priority for themselves. And that got reflected back to them on the outside by meeting a phenomenal man really quickly, right? So I love what you said about taking the pressure off, having fun with it. It's so counterintuitive, especially when we feel like we might be running out of time or we're putting pressure on ourselves. We feel like we need to burn through this whole process and just like, okay, this wasn't the right one. Let's go into the next one. And we're just up in our heads. I'm like speeding up while I'm describing that. I can feel myself leaning forward, right? Versus I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to go practice totally different way of being. It slows you down. It gets you into your feminine energy, which is incredibly attractive and magnetic, right? So true. And uh, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with me back in the day either, because if I just saw a guy's photo and, you know, a hair was not in the right place or he used a word or he misspelled a word or something in his profile. I was like, that's it. I'm not, you know, I'm having nothing to do with, you know, and, and I, what I ended up doing is not allowing myself emotional growth and experience. It's kind of, it's, it's akin to be being taken out of the workforce and you don't develop any skills to work with your coworkers and problem solve. You have to be out there. You have to be in it and have, you know, open attitude that I'm just going to learn. I'm not perfect. I'm not looking to get anything necessarily right or, or wrong. I'm just going to see what happens. And yes, it's incredibly attractive to a man. Um, someone had told me uh, once, they said, well, won't I come off as aloof and I don't care and I'm not serious about having a relationship with someone? And I think that that's a great question because you want to let a person know through your words and your actions that, yeah, I, I really, I want to be a wife one day. I'm interested in having a, a relationship with someone that, you know, with children or getting married one day or whatever it may be. You want to be able to have that conversation, but having fun and knowing how to connect to yourself and let loose is something that is going to carry you through your single years and into your married years and into all of your relationships with everyone. It's just knowing how to 
enjoy yourself and be in the moment. That's what makes you so fun to be around. That's what makes you so attractive to everybody. Oh yeah. I mean, men will just fall all over themselves to get to you. It's so true. Very different energy and vibe than like being up in your head and like, okay, this guy isn't stepping up. What do I do to get him to do what I want? How do I move this forward? It's just such a different energy. Trusting that if you want it, it exists, it's coming, it's right around the corner. So you might as well just have fun in the process, right? There's a great comment from Angela. She loved your response about what to do when you're dealing with painful physical issues. She says, I talked to my body when I was dealing with some pelvic issues. It works. She said, dating became really fun. Yes. I'm so happy to hear that. That's probably the number one thing I see in uh, you know, women in my community or who I've worked with who met their partners quickly is just that word fun. They just had fun with it. They stopped focusing so hard on that destination or that end result because you're never going to really get to some final place. So you might as well just have fun along the way, right? Once you find your partner, it's not, this doesn't just stop. You still want to have fun and have a joyful life. So you might as well start living that way now and prioritizing yourself like we've been talking about. And then everything falls into place so much more quickly. I do see that we have uh, someone calling in. Do you want to take a, a, a caller really quick, Adrian? Oh, that'd be, that'd be exciting. Let's do awesome. it. Okay. This is so much fun. I love it. So hi, Jennifer. I just opened you up. Hi, how are you? Great. Great. Um, so you guys are saying so much stuff. I can't even put into words, like what I'm trying to say. And I don't know if it will even make sense of what I'm saying. Um, if it even applies to this, but I'm starting to wonder if I've become, well, the whole place of safety thing kind of hit a chord with me. And because before, like lately I've been thinking like, am I too comfortable in being alone and doing my own thing when I want? And not having to explain myself, like what I did today, it should make myself feel like I have this fabulous life to some guy, you know, like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I'm not interesting enough to not have that pressure. I think I might be in a place of safety. Like I don't have, I don't, I'm not putting any energy into my dating life. And it's like, I don't want to. And I don't know if it's just, do I want to be in a relationship or is it because I'm too comfortable being alone Or is it because I'm scared? Like, I've been doing so much self-development work that maybe I'm scared to, like, I'm not going to, maybe what I've learned is not going to resonate, and maybe it all just went out the window. I don't know. I don't don't even know what to say. Like, so I don't know if I'm making any sense with this topic and if it really applies to this. What a great question, Adrian. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, taking a break from dating or is it, should you always be putting in too long of a break? (laughs) I think I've become too comfortable with it. Like, uh, (laughs) well, well, first of all, thank you for this incredibly vulnerable question, because I think that there are more people out there that experience this with dating and with all sorts of situations and it's apathy. And I think I mentioned earlier in this podcast that, Behind a lot of apathy is that human fear, that fear of, you know, what's going to happen to me if I do this or this event happened and, well, I don't care. We get apathy. And I, I think that all of us have experienced some form of apathy when really we want to be feeling something deeply, but we have fear blocking us from that feeling. So you, you mentioned fear there towards the end of your question quite a little bit. And fear is like the theme mm-hmm. of my life. 
Um, ah. <laughs> it's just like my theme. I'm, I fear like seems to guide my life. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's just been the guiding, my guiding light, I guess. Everything resonates from fear. I'm scared to take a risk, scared to do this, you know? Um, and I, again, yeah, I think I've just been on my own for so long and, you know, all this self-development work I've been doing and maybe I'm starting to get to that point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to screw it up. And like what you guys were saying today, having to explain yourself to somebody to feel like I am, I got so much going on or, you know, not being able to do what I want when I want. And I think maybe I'm in that place of safety and I just don't want to exert my energy. I don't know, but it's not a good way to be. Mm -hmm. Because you're not really safe. You're now you're missing out on loving someone right. and being connected. Right. Well, you know, this is, this is really part of accepting that human experience and pain is part of it. It really is part of it. Even in the best marriage or best relationship, at some point we're going to be separated by death. We're going to lose our partners one way or the other. And this is part of that human experience is feeling and managing pain uh, which we talked about earlier and being, being comfortable, having the tools, having sustainable tools in place that I can manage this. I got this, whatever comes up. If I meet a guy, we fall in love and it feels amazing. And he breaks up with me two weeks later or whatever it may be, I'm going to bounce back because this is part of my human process. I think a lot of the um, self-help and you mentioned that you've been doing a lot of self-work, mm -hmm. like this internal work. There's so much focus on being happy all of mm -hmm. the time. Yes. And that is just not the reality. The reality is in order to feel happiness, we have to feel pain. The two are just, you know, back and forth. So, I mean, I guess some work that you would want to explore is, is feeling, you know, being brave enough to perchance feel pain and trust that you can manage your pain, whether it's physical right. pain, emotional pain, or fear of any sort, being able to track down like what really is at the root of that fear? What is it I'm really, really afraid of? That would be some great journaling exercises for you. Um, and that's another great way to self-prioritize is through journalizing, uh, journaling and putting your thoughts out there and getting to know yourself better. Right. Yeah. I do journal. I do a lot of that. Yeah. I think I'm just, yeah, there's a lot of things going on, I guess. If you look at it, you know, just taking a risk, getting out there, putting the energy out there to date, getting rejection or, you know, like I've talked before in the past, just like, you know, seeing what's out there and feeling like I have to settle. Um, just, I don't know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. I think I, I I can't, like I said, I can't tell if I'm just too comfortable being alone or if I'm just too scared to, like, really go at this dating thing full well, on. on. I mean, know? let's be honest. It's a, it's a heck of a lot easier on a lot of different levels to be by ourselves. If we seclude right. ourselves, we won't have an <laughs> argument with anyone. We'll have an oh argument God, with the yeah, cat it's or the dog. Right? It's yeah, life is so easy. Um, but if you do have an argument with someone, if you do have a disagreement, you have, you know, you want to have the tools in place to trust yourself to resolve right. it. And and that could be with your mom, your sister, your brother, your kids, your boss at work. You want to be able to manage your emotions and be able to, okay, I'm having an uncomfortable feeling, but 
Yeah, and that's what you were saying about, you know, getting the practice. I'm like, that's kind of – places safety and practice are kind of conflicting right now, so I think I need to pick one <laughs> and roll with mm. it. So I need to get practice. I need to get out there and start putting what I learned, <laughs> I guess, to the test. I love that. <laughs> yeah, let's so go, girl. That. Yeah, it's so good. I'm so happy <laughs> to hear I'm that. Glad we talked this out. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to my problems. You're welcome. Oh. I think that's great. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Please let, keep us posted on how all this practice goes for you. And just like Adrian's been saying in this whole episode, just take the pressure off yourself. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to show a guy that you have a great life. It's not about that at all. You don't have to say anything. You could show up and just radiate that out. It's not about trying to prove to a man how fun your life is. That's not what's going to make a guy yes, fall in love, you know, right? That's so funny that you say that too, because just for a small example, this guy um, checked me. He had an amazing weekend. And I said, well, what was so amazing about it? I volunteered. I went hiking. I worked out. I hung out with friends. I did this. I did that. And I'm like, I immediately was like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, I'm so small compared to this, you know, but really mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm not like this. You good for you. <laughs> you know? I, I I napped all weekend. Yeah, I was just I gonna say I laid around and did nothing. It's I fine. Know. I immediately right? felt like, well, what if he asked what I did? You know, uh, nothing. You know, like I look like a. You know, I immediately think, oh, see. I'm but the truth I is, you did do something. You I know, actually even if was, it was. I was out of town. I wasn't even in the state, so I was having a great old time. But still, <laughs> that would be an example of something that if I was home and doing nothing. I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm so small compared to this guy. Why would he? But, even but like are me? you? But are you really? Because even when we're doing nothing, we're doing something. I love so, doing nothing. Right. It's my <laughs> right. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you can have wonderful intimate moments, just sipping tea with a friend, or someone you love, or taking a bubble bath, or napping, and getting caught up on your sleep and self care. And this isn't about like. Let me show you. Let me tell you how great my life is. Let that man discover your yeah. life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. You're so it. welcome. Thanks for calling in. That This no was problem. great. I, this was, thank that you. was thank actually you. so great. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you so much. So yeah, that's, that's a great distinction. I'm so, this is why I love doing these live, Adrian. Some new things come up, right? Notice the difference of you're on a date. What did you do this weekend? Oh, I went for a hike. Then I volunteered. Then I went for brunch with my friends. None of that is going to what, you know, make a guy fall in love, but you know, men fall in love when we're passed out asleep at four o'clock in the afternoon because we're not feeling well and we're taking care of ourselves. <laughs> we're prioritizing ourselves. Yeah. You could say, Oh, I slept in till noon on Saturday. I never get to do that. It felt amazing. I just was wrapped in all of my blankets and I just could stay in bed forever. That is what's going to draw a man in. If that's really what's true for you, not a list of activities you did that you think is impressive. Right, Adrian? Uh, yeah. And I'm just thinking about this guy and I'm like, what sort of guy has to like cram in that many adventures in a weekend? Like what, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, uh, Jessica says in the, in the chat, doing nothing is great. Angela said so beautiful. It's that's the connecting moments. That's what creates intimacy. Cause who can't relate to that? Who can't relate to like loving sleeping in on the one or two days a week that you get to do that. That's what creates the intimacy and connection, not all the activities. 
Angela says, yes, they feel it. They'll, they'll tell you, they love your energy. Jennifer says me too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's not about trying to prioritize yourself in order to throw it out there to a man and go, look how impressive my life is, right? That's the exact opposite of what we're talking about. So this was great, Adrian. Oh my gosh, this hour just flew by. I would love to do so many more of these with you. I hope you had fun with this and want to come on again. I had a great time and I would, I would love to talk more about pain sometime, you know, whether that's just managing emotional pain or temporary pain or insecurities. Um, I think we hit on a really good topic talking about that as well. Yes. Let's do that one next. If you would, if that sounds good to everybody, because that is such a huge thing. So Angela said powerhouse podcast. Yeah, this was amazing, Adrian. Okay, Erica, the the episode I recorded yesterday with Larry Beichel. Yeah, that was such a good one. I'm posting the replay of that uh, probably within the next week or two. It just takes me a little while to get everything together for that. So yeah, I'll be posting that very soon. Uh, it was amazing for anyone who missed it. I'll be posting the replay of this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or right here on Bullhorn. I'll try to get this out as soon as I can because this was so good, Adrian. How can people get a hold of you and learn more about you. I know everyone's going to be interested in all your amazing courses or anything you have going on right now, (laughs) including social media. I'll include all your links in the description of this episode. Well, thank you, Helena. This has been great. I mean, you've shared, you know, Helena was once my coach years Mm -hmm. ago, and I just think that's my favorite thing to brag about with you because you are so wise and just really helped transform my life. Um, and if you want to go deeper into, you know, we had someone talk about dating and getting back out there. I actually have a program called FEM, stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method, FEM for dating. And it walks you through the dating pro- uh, process. It even gives you a little dating roadmap because, you know, men can come on hot and heavy and want you to commit quickly. And then how do you quantum date? How do you date more than one guy at once? That program will take you through a lot of that. But my website's everheartcoaching.com, and that's ever than H-E-A-R-T coaching.com. But I have a lot of other programs over there if they want to check those out and learn more about feminine energy. Yeah, I know you have fem tools for relationships, I believe, too, for people who are with a partner. Uh, We've done some programs together, our Dating Unzipped collection. There's just so much over there, so I'll include links to everything. I also know you have an amazing Facebook group that I'm a part of, iHeart Love Academy, right? So. Adrian, if you want to send me links to everything, your YouTube channel, social media, sure. website, courses, I'll include all of that in the description of this. And I would love to have you on again sometime. I just love the fact that, yes, that we, you know, did coaching together years and years ago. I'll never forget mm-hmm. after our very first session, I hung up the phone and I'm like, this is one of the smartest women I've ever spoken to in my entire life. <laughs> so and I thought the same thing. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that we're just still working together after after all these years, obviously you're an absolute favorite in, with my community. So let's definitely do some more of these. Thank you so much for everyone listening live and thanks for your questions and comments and answers to the poll. It looks like alone time to recharge is the still the number one response. Oh, Passions amazing. and hobbies are a distant second. So that was really great to hear. Thank you so much, everyone. And Adrian, thanks again. I hope we can do this again soon. Thanks, ladies. And thank you, Helena. I had a great time. All right. Bye, everybody.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.